Welcome to Unboxing Logistics, the podcast from EasyPost, where we dive into everything related to the logistics industry. I'm Lori Boyer, and I'm your host, and I am really excited today because we are going to be talking about a really cool topic, consolidated shipping. Um, this is something that's been around for a long time, but is becoming more and more important as we've been seeing you know, different shifts in the industry, big increase in international shipping, some of those things. So stick around. You're going to be excited to learn all about how you can take advantage of consolidated shipping, when it might not be for you, and all of that good stuff. So because we wanted to talk about consolidated shipping today, I invited an expert on this topic, Guy Gimmel. Say hello, Guy. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Um, Guy, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are and, and why you know a little bit sure. about consolidated shipping. Sure. My name's Guy Gemmel, and I know a little bit about consolidated shipping. I started in the business in 1996. So I started out in sales and was in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia office going and meeting with associations, nonprofits, printers, and letter shops to handle their international delivery of their mail subscribers or solicitations, people that they were looking to bring on um, in the worldwide market. And it was it's a great industry. It's something that at that point was relatively new and it has grown ever since. So I work for a small company and in 2001, myself and three other gentlemen left and we co-founded what is today APC Postal Logistics. So we are in what the industry has termed a consolidator. That wasn't our name. Um, okay. I, I honestly think that the technology folks branded us that name, but um, it does have significant meaning. So, you know, we have been in this business and working with working with merchants and customers to simplify international delivery for over two decades. As a matter of fact, on October 19th, we're celebrating our 22nd birthday. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, thank uh, you. What's your title there at APC? I am uh, the co-founder and president. Woohoo! Yeah, yes, but I mostly head up the sales department. Oh, so myself, my sales director, we are in charge of satisfying customers and going out and talking to prospective customers and growing the business. Love it. So mm -hmm. Guy spends all his time basically doing just what we're talking about. So he knows mm -hmm. he's he's got the answer. I actually asked for a few questions from some of my our community out there. So I'm going to throw those on later and, sure. and we can get those answered. But before we get started, mm -hmm. I love to get to know the people in the industry a little bit better. Right. Sometimes we just get the business side, and I like to have a little fun. So we're going to play this or that. This or that. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you uh, two options. Tell me which you prefer. Okay, number one, would you rather be feared by everyone or loved by everyone? Loved by everyone. Yes. <laughs> you said feared. That then was a that layout. Might be that, a little... that was a layout. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, would you rather lose your passport or your smartphone? Passport. Okay. Are yeah. you not a big traveler? I am a traveler domestically. Okay. Yes. You like to stick close to home. He, he was, Guy was telling me earlier, yes. he's from Maryland. Right. But he's been right in that area. Again, Maryland peeps. Hi. Yes. Hello. Um, so he, he's a homebody. He likes, right. he likes sticking close to home. Good. Now, 
If you were visiting another country, mm-hmm. I'm guessing you'd rather lose your smartphone than your I'd passport. rather lose my smartphone. Because <laughs> you got to go home. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. Okay. Do you like the smell better of onions or garlic? Oh, onions. Onions. Mm-hmm. I love green onions. Is that a weird thing? I really love green onions. It's not weird. My wife loves green onions oh, too. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not a fan, but but she is, and it's a preference for oh, sure. Good, yeah. good. Green onions lovers out there. We, we, we'll <laughs> unite one of these days. Right. Okay. Would you rather have more money or more time? Mm, that's a good one. More money. More money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Would it give you more time? Yes. Or- that's what I would think too. Yeah. Having more time won't give you more money. Well, I guess it could. Uh, could. You it could, could have more time to get more money. We should have more time and more money. Yes. That sounds Both great. would be better. That would be yes. the best. Awesome. Okay. Would you rather be more intelligent than you are now mm-hmm. or more athletic than you are now? At this age, more intelligent. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um. Guy went golfing with some guys here right. and and slayed on the course. I've heard so. Uh, there was some good. Yeah, he's already hit the peak of athleticism. There's, there was some good <laughs> and there was some bad, but yes, it was great. Okay, are you saying you would you think that you are more of a logic guy or an emotion guy? Mm, logic. Logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, this is the last question we're gonna do. Would you rather have 10 kids or no kids? 10. Oh, yay. I have seven, Guy, in real life. So I'm almost there. It was This was a test. I was going to kick you out. Right, right. So 10, you like kids. Yes. And do you have kids? I do. I have three daughters. Oh, yeah. three girls. Yeah. That's the best. It is the best. Awesome. Yeah. So you love kids. That's great. I should, you know... With seven kids, it's good I'm in the logistics industry because there's a lot of movement there's going a, on. There's a lot of logistics going <laughs> that was on. That's a terrible joke. Yes. How many girls? How many boys? I have four daughters and three sons. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, is the oldest awesome. a boy or a girl? Uh, the oldest is a boy. Youngest? And my youngest is a boy. And the middle go. is Book a ends. boy. So yeah. the girls are kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. The girls are super close and and the boys are a little spread out. But. Right. Yeah. Super fun. I love having yeah. the big kids. So, okay. Enough about us. Mm-hmm. Guys, seem like a, a pretty, you passed the test. So we get Good. to move on to the next section and we're going to talk about consolidated shipping. So yes. first of all, some of our, our community, our audience may not know that much about consolidated shipping. Right. Some of you guys are experts on it, but give us a little bit of background. What is exactly consolidated shipping? Um, consolidated shipping is, we are, it's receiving shipments from, from various merchants in the U.S. on a daily basis. Okay. Consolidating those shipments into drop areas overseas and into Canada. So you're going to bring in thousands of parcels from hundreds of customers a day per your location or per the, per the consolidator's location. And when you bring that in, you are, you are separating that into various regions and countries and you are boarding those skids containers of material and you're flying it to the closest proximity or the country of destination. Okay, so mm-hmm. if I've got a, a retail business and mm-hmm. I'm shipping mm-hmm. 
ribbons. Apparently that's what right. I'm going to ship. Right. And somebody else is shipping and we're both wanting to ship to Denmark. Mm-hmm. You would take their packages and my packages and a bunch of other people's packages. Right. And put it in one thing. Right. Why? You containerize it and put it into into one shipment because the economies of scale are better. The cost is going to be lower. So you you know you are bulk. You are processing and you're bulking the material, taking it to the airport, bulking the freight, and then when it lands, you're bulking into the Denmark post office, and that's going to allow cost along that whole entire process to be reduced. But, I mean, it's not only the consolidated shipping, which is giving you the volume discounts. It's also, in comparison to expediters, FedEx, UPS, we are using the final mile delivery carrier is going to be a post office or it's going to be a local carrier. Okay. So our shipment has arrived in Denmark. Mm -hmm. So walk me through this. The, then a local, so it. It arrives at a consolidation statement place yes. there, or yes. okay, yes, and then that you will then work with a local carrier, yes, somebody there, and they will do the final delivery to right. the customer. That's correct. Okay, so is it best used in an international scenario? Are is there domestic consolidated shipping, or is it typically more advantageous internationally? Domestics and international. Consolidated is essentially the same thing. Okay. Um, so you know you are you are working off bulk shipments and you are zone skipping mm-hmm. per se in mm-hmm. the United States. So it'd be a long distance or country thing. skipping. Yeah. You know internationally, and that's going to get you to the closest point to drop and deliver locally. Um, you know the advantage to merchants are that you are going to be able to. Um, receive the discounts from that bulk, from that travel, those logistics, and then you're also going to get to the closest proximity, which is going to give you the best postage rate. Okay. So the biggest advantages, and maybe I should ask you to walk through maybe what are all the advantages. First one off the bat, obviously, is going to be the spend. Right. You know, especially I'm guessing if you're, you know, not a giant person who's getting these amazing deals that mm-hmm. you can tap into that, right? Yes. Um. So... I guess my question then is, what are the other advantages? Are there other advantages as well beyond price? The reliability of of consolidated shipping has come a long way. It's a very reliable service. Okay. And in addition to that, there are the regulations and customs configurations that vary for each individual country. A consolidator knows what these rules and regulations are. They know yes. what the, they know what customs wants to see. They know what customs does not want to see. So, in meeting and consulting with your merchant, you're going to be able to boil all this down into one simple explanation of how that does. So, you're going to your material is going to safely and mm-hmm. and be compliant and travel from the U.S to the destination, just simplifying all those mysteries. And it's, it's, there's, there are no mysteries. It is complex. (laughs) It's complex. I've got my ribbon business, you know, that I made up and I might not know much about customs. Right. You know, I know a lot about ribbons. Right. So, but, so what you're saying is then when you use a consolidated carrier, that that would, they would help me understand the customs. Right. Okay. So, how many ribbons should I be shipping out 
for this to like make sense? Like, is it, you can be really small, you should be hitting, you know, for, for it to make sense, I guess, financially or whatever. The volume that you have on a per day or per week basis is up to the consolidator and the limitations or the minimum okay. requirements. Okay. Um, and there are some, you know, yeah, for some companies. Um, so, you know, we've got my ribbon business. Right. What what kind of volume? I've started, let's pretend I've started to have people reaching out and, and they're in Denmark. We're, we've got ribbons in Denmark today. That's what mm -hmm. we've got. Right. Um, and they're like, hey, we love these ribbons here. I mean, yes. these are the best. Yes. And so I'm thinking about expanding. Is there a point where it makes sense? Is, should I need to be shipping a certain amount before I use a consolidator? How does that work? I, the volume, in order to receive the discounts and in order to receive the expertise and the setup for the delivery flow, uh, you do not need that much volume. Oh, okay. Um, so every consolidator has its minimum requirements, but working with those consolidators and talking to your consolidators, explaining what you have now and where you want to grow is, is advantageous for everyone. But, you know, you can start out with four or five packages per day oh, um, wow. with a nice growth plan and you're still going to receive a great reliable delivery and you're still going to really receive a post cost mm -hmm. that's going to enable you to sell more products. Mm, mm -hmm. That's interesting. I had, I, di I didn't realize it would be that small. Yeah, that's it can, it can be that small. Again, it, it depends on the consolidator. Yeah. But yeah, the discounts are available for small shippers as well. So this really brings me into the actual questions. I, I reached out to some of our, our community, our right. audience and asked them, what do you want to know about consolidated shipping? Um, what concerns do you have? And so I'm just going to shoot these at you. Mm -hmm. And if I do get a ribbon business someday. I'm your guy. That's right. That's right. Okay. How much would I expect to save if I was going to choose consolidated shipping over other international shipping? So there's the way I, I would break it down here is, is you have expediters, again, FedEx, mm -hmm. UPS, and then you have the USPS as well. So, you know, your volume does dictate the discounts. Yeah. However, you know, off of expediters, you could look to save anywhere from, you know, 20 to even 60, 65%, depending on what your discounts mm -hmm. are. And the USPS savings are there as well. Um, the USPS has a, a phenomenal international service, but the volume discounts that we are enabled to receive is a, anywhere from a five to a 25% reduction. Wow. Yeah. wow, that's big. Yeah. Um, so is it, one of the questions that I had asked was, is it okay to use a consolidator for your like overseas shipping and then continue to use other carriers and other shippers domestically? Can it be part of a multi-carrier kind of approach? It is a multi-carrier approach, right. Okay. I mean, we specialize in international. So we're with merchants all over the US that have you know, domestic contracts mm -hmm. and work with domestic carriers and APC is added as the international carrier. So it's, it's separated as they process throughout the day. Okay. Yeah. So just because you're wanting to try this doesn't mean that, you know, you can't use other carriers. That's great. Right. Um, what are typical transit times for consolidated shipping? Is this going to be a lot longer when you're doing consolidated shipping than other methods? Mm -hmm. Um, or, and if it is, what, what kind of, time should they expect? It's it's a four to nine day service. There are slower services available, but for today's e-commerce consumers probably don't want to go outside of that window. Yeah, right. So makes sense. the transit is slower than an expediter. Mm -hmm. And 
it does have its reasons for that. And it's, you know, we are, the consolidated service is not there to replace the expedited service. It's to work alongside the expedited service. Mm. Consumers are going to want certain products, you know, within a certain time frame, And other consumers are going to be shopping based on, you know, cost and and, yeah. you know, the shipping rate. And and I think consumers realize when they're shipping internationally, it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be there this afternoon, right. you know? Right. And so there is right. some of that understanding. It's a little yes. different. We talk a lot about customer expectations, you guys know. Yes. Um, but in in terms of international, there is a little bit of leeway. We're still given a little bit. International consumers <laughs> are, have been purchasing American goods forever. Yeah. And, you know, that's the case. And so the expectations are there. They, you know, they're increasing. They, you know, they want products faster. And the ability to get those products delivered to them is getting faster and the technology is getting better. So, And and it'll continue to do that. Yes. Okay. So the next question was, how often can you consolidate shipments? Is there like a set time frame? Do you set up a a contract on how much you'll do each day? How does that work? Um, We consolidate every day. Every day. So we consolidate and export every day. We board flights out of our three facilities and truck into Canada on a daily basis. Okay. Yes. So daily, you can do daily. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, is there like a minimum or maximum kind of weight or volume or something to be eligible? Are, are my little ribbons going to be so small that you can't do it? <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not. Okay. Th- I mean, there's simple limitations, and that's below 66 pounds. Okay. And $2,500 of product value. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you are kind of maxing that's out. That's kind of where you Yes. Get. Yes. Okay. And expediters are coming in, and they're they're handling above that. Okay. Yeah. What if it's really large? You know, mm-hmm. I got the best pianos. Right. You know, or, is that a problem? Or if we're going to give, you're like, put it on a ship. What are you doing? This can't go on That's, an airplane. <laughs> that is not in our wheelhouse. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. So for our, our giant tire people out there, right. this might not be for you. And that's, that's a, that's a good point. So, you know, car parts. We're not going to ship the axle. We're not going to ship, you know, a frame. We're mm-hmm. not going to ship tires, but we could ship smaller parts. Smaller parts. Right. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. What about tracking? So I know that some people feel nervous, like, okay, I've sent it there. And now it it made friends with all these other companies' shipments, and they're all consolidated. Can they track their consolidated shipping? Will they know where it is? Um, are those options? They will. They will know where it is. Tracking okay. is available. Um, and depending on the service level, there's tracking door to door or there's tracking that just ends as you as you depart the country. Okay. Um, but it's great. And it and it has come a long way. I mean, we were feeling again, like you sent your precious cargo away. It's like sending your child away to college and like, what is it doing? It is, it is, for sure. And it's a big responsibility. But, you know, we were we were again, we were sending mail. So we were sending, you know, magazines, newsletters, direct mail, uh-huh. that type of stuff. And, and we still are today. And there began to be whispers overseas of, of international postal carriers carrying scanners. Uh-huh. So we, we, we quickly started to do our research because, you know, we knew that this is where yeah, right. the business was going. Right. I mean, we'd started to feel oh. some declines and some headwinds in the mail industry. Oh. 
And, you know, we were looking for our next best thing. And it just, it seemed like a natural progression to be delivering parcels using our our postal carriers and our network that we had had for years and years. So, you know, that's where it started. You know, we had to build a back end to accept data from customers and to push and pull data from international vendors. And we had it all set up and and it was and it was running well in the beginning but you know there was there was things like you know the postal carrier would forget to take their scanner it was yeah. it was yeah. it was There's still human error still happening people yes. processes technology they all yes. have their problems sometimes yes. yes but you know here we are today i mean you know that type of stuff just doesn't happen oh yeah and the technology so awesome. and the integrations so worldwide good. Um, they take a while, and there's a lot of testing, and there's a lot of back and forth, and a lot of a lot of IT language that's different. But, you know, once you get there, pretty substantial benefits for the consumer. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. So, speaking of that network, speaking of, um, you know, when it gets there. Mm-hmm. So my ribbons, let's say they made friends with some computer parts, and they were all consolidated. How how are they deconsolidated? What happens when they arrive? Good in, question. In the other place. Good question. So the consolidation is 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 at the airport. Okay. It is trucked to the local post office or local carrier who's going to do that final mile delivery. And it's already sorted out. We've already done that oh, work. Okay. Right. So when they receive it, they're going to pr- maybe break it down further into their flow. But, you know, there's not much work yeah. to be done on their end. they We've done that work, and that's part of the discount. Good. Perfect. So it's already taken care of. It's just as Mm -hmm. if the package arrived in any other way. Somebody had asked, are there any sort of special packaging requirements that they would need to deal with before they send the package to you to be consolidated? That's a great question. Um, All the packaging that we receive right now is, is, is great. So, you know, your T-shirts are in bags and, you know, mm-hmm. your, 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 your larger products are in boxes. I, I, I would say it's important to make sure that your box is in the smallest dimensions that it could possibly be to fit the, pro- to fit the product. I think I, we've all gotten the package of the little thing in the giant box and you're like, what in the world? Yes, so, yes, yes, let's not do that, yes, you guys. Yes. So okay. that's, that's an important part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but besides that, not really any special packaging no. requirements. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, what about duties, taxes, and customs? You mentioned that earlier, and that is one of our questions. Right. Um, are you going to handle that? Is that included in the fee for doing right. the consolidated? It's really up to the merchant, and it's really up to the merchant and what type of experience they want their consumer to have. So there's delivery, duty, unpaid, or DDU. Mm. And that means that when the package is delivered, an agent or the delivery agent or the delivery person of some sort is going to leave a notice or communicate with the person they're delivering the package to, there are duties and taxes due. You know, we'll take your fee right now and then we'll pass you your package. And if you're not home, you will go down to a a local area to pick up the package and pay the fees. Okay. Delivery duty paid means that it's been paid on the upfront and there is no collection. It goes straight to the door and it can be dropped. Mm. Okay. So those are the two ways to go about it. And again, do you, how are you selling your product? Do you use your product? Do you just want a low price at the shopping cart or do you want an all in price at the shopping cart? And then there's, there's, there's layers to that. And, you know, today when people are 
migrating more and more towards DDP because of the consumer experience is so much better, there is technology that can calculate those duties and taxes and check out. And then there's advisement that a consolidator can give to the merchant that's going to help them make sure that yeah. the appropriate cost is, in, is included. Okay. Um, it can be a little can be a little dicey, you know, because yeah, because right. it does vary from country to country yes. pretty substantially. Yes. So you know, it's up to the mix, it's up to the product value to come up with with a pretty accurate advisement. But again, the technology is yes. going to make it more accurate. So what it kind of sounds like to me is that you know there's some differences in the way it's handled, but people shippers we can reach out to you or as anyone you're using for consolidated shipping and, and we would get the advice and, and right. on that from right. them. You would get okay. the guidance for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that totally makes sense. What about insurance? Are there insurance options typically if there you're is. doing consolidated shipping? Right. There are insurance options. And um, some consolidators um, require that insurance be included okay. and that it's included in the rate. Mm -hmm. And other consolidators give that the merchant the option. Okay. Right. All right. Cool. Because, you know, I, I guess that brings my next question. If something does get damaged, mm -hmm. um, and this was one that somebody had sent, let's mm -hmm. see. If it's damaged or lost during the full process, you know, how does that work? And I guess let's talk about insurance versus non-insurance then. Right. So insurance, if it's if it's lost or damaged, you know, it's um, from export to 45 days if there's no delivery confirmation for the package. Mm. Um, a, you know, you would send in the tracking number, the information, et cetera. In the case where something was damaged, there would be photos, tracking number, information, and that's submitted to the insurance company and then they provide um, product value back or product plus shipping. It depends on what type of insurance you buy up. Do you feel like with consolidated shipping that there is any sort of increase in the in the amount of product that would be lost or damaged or anything? Or is it pretty similar to what you'd experience just with any shipping? It's going to be different than than it is domestic. I mean, okay. it's going overseas. It's it's traveling a good way. Mm -hmm. So you know the percentage that something's going to get lost or damaged is 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 higher than domestic. But um, in consolidated shipping, uh, you know, I was looking up some statistics. I think you know, the expediters it might be somewhere around ninety eight percent, and um, mm -hmm. our numbers are somewhere around ninety six and a half. Okay. So so not that right. big of a difference between. Right just shipping directly through an expediter. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about, let's see, they asked, could I choose a preferred delivery date when you do consolidated shipping? Is it a window? How does that work? In some countries you can get, you can, you could get pretty close to a date, but the, it is a transit window and that is your okay. safest bet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that, that makes sense. Right. You know, is there a time cutoff for, so let's say you wanted to ship something, uh, you know, how soon in advance do you have to ask for it? Like, I wanted this to ship tomorrow or I need this to ship next week. Is there a cutoff date for when they have to submit things? Um, yes, there is. And it all depends on when they want that to be delivered into the delivery window. But if you're, if, if you're building an SLA or something to, dis to put a description on your website, in terms of delivery, you know, most of this is going to be, you know, three to seven, four to nine days. Mm -hmm. And those are business days. So you want to tack on your processing time, your first mile, mm -hmm. and then 
24 hours to 48 hours, depending on what the consolidator promises in their processing, plus the transit time. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So what if I'm wanting, so I was shipping to Denmark, I got my ribbons, and I also want to ship to Barcelona. Mm Mm-hmm. Are those like two separate things that I've set up with you? Like, oh, I've got Barcelona consolidated and Denmark consolidated. Or can I send my goods and say I've got multiple locations I want them to go to? Good question. The merchant doesn't have to do anything. They You would just okay. put them on a skid or put them in a box or a container. The data that pushes that evening mm-hmm. from the software provider, EasyPost, is mm-hmm. going to be absorbed by our system. We're going to receive those packages. And when we scan those packages, it's going to apply another label and we're going to know exactly where it does. So there's no work. There's no sorting on the merchant. So you don't have to figure that out. What if you're sending to like kind of a random place that, you know, I assume people are flying in and out of London all the time, Mm -hmm. but if you're wanting to ship to, I don't know, some really small random place in outer Mongolia. Right. Um, can you still do that? Is there a list of locations you're allowed to yes. ship to? How does yes. that work? There's a list of locations, <laughs> yes, that 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 you cannot ship to. But you know, I think that list is is getting smaller and smaller. Um, it's around 190, I think, open countries to okay. deliver to today. Um, you know, so the you know outskirts of Mongolia, it, it's it's not a problem. Okay, so right. you could potentially even, I would guess, ship to the closest location and then from there figure right. out a way to get it right. to your locale. Okay, yes. yeah, yes. That's, that's cool. I'm hoping the ribbons will take off in outer Mongolia. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, yes. So yes. that's, a, that's my, my guess. Okay, um, what about time-sensitive or perishable type? items. So we talked about maybe really heavy things are not good, good for consolidated. Right. What about these kind of objects? Not perishable items. Yeah, okay. that's it's it's not something we're going to ship. Consolidators are, you know, that's that's for an expediter. Yeah. Hazmat. Yeah. Mostly for an expediter. Uh-huh. Okay. And high value goods. Expediter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've got really large heavy items right. are not good. Right. Um you just listed them all. The uh, high value goods, perishables, hazmat. and hazmat. Right. Those are not anything else that people should be like, okay, consolidated is not the right method. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Those are most of the questions that I got submitted from our community out there that I covered. Um, anything else that you'd like to share in terms of where you see the consolidation industry going? Mm-hmm. Um, is this something that's picking up steam? Is this something that we expect to grow? What, what are your predictions for the future in consolidation? The predictions for the, for the future, it's bright and it's great. And I'm happy that we are where we are. Um, you know, it was, it was a lucky career choice back then. Although, you know, along the way, it didn't, didn't seem like it, but you know, we're in a good spot. I mean, there's 300 plus million in the U S and there's billions and billions and billions of customers outside of the U.S. Yeah. So it's not a market that's going to be ignored. And, you know, I think a lot of merchants have saturated, you know, their products in the U.S. and coming out with new products. So, you know, more sales. But but the large market and the available and the availability for growth is, is really outside. Mm-hmm. And it really, I don't see how it can exist without a consolidator model. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. And... Part of that is, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've talked about the price point 
And that is important for the merchant. It's important for the consumer. But consolidators are are smaller businesses and, and, you know, we're fairly new and our Mm -hmm. technology is fairly new. Mm -hmm. And that enables us to provide flexibility and customizations for various customers. So whether you're educating somebody who's just entering the market or whether you're looking at somebody who has a ton of experience, the expertise is there and the flexibility to help businesses out is, is the opportunity is, is there, you know, navigating again, like I said, it's not a mystery, but it is very, very complex. And those complexities we handle every day. So we yes. we have seen it all. We've seen the pitfall, we've seen the pitfalls and we've we've seen things that work. So it's about taking those complexities, pushing them aside and just delivering a clean solution to a merchant that's going to help them grow. Yeah, I love it. So when we talk about APC specifically, mm-hmm. um, where do you see your future? What what kind of, did we get any little insights into uh, what goals you guys have moving forward? Right, right. Insider info? Right, well. <laughs> we got yeah. the founder here. Come yes, on. Yes, yes. I mean, we've been making improvements for over two decades and doing things that um, are going to help our merchants and, our cons- and their consumers receive packages reliably um, and with great technology. But we have been stepping up our game. We have hired a new VP of technology who's from the e-commerce world, just in a different part of it, and has a big giant bucket of ideas that we are that we are eager to implement. Uh, we've hired a new sales ops and marketing person to help us get our, our brand out there and our name. It's yeah. something that we haven't really invested time and energy in and it's very very important Mm. we've spent a lot of time on our delivery network and we have a new phenomenal sales director that is that is dedicated to the vision and dedicated to her team um but as far as what we're doing internally and to the network we are installing the latest and greatest parcel sorting machines and that's going to help in processing processing quicker processing more accurately and our delivery network overseas is expanding. We're, ha- we're adding more DDP countries, and we are also reducing some of the some of the points or some of the entry points into um, the foreign markets, so that parcels can get delivered faster. At the end of the day, you know, it is what it is today. It's you know four to nine days, but you know international consumers are going to start demanding products faster. And that's yeah. just the way it's going to be. So, you know, we are, we have been gearing up and we will continue to gear up for that growth. I love that. I speak with experts like you all the time. And I've heard in multiple other podcasts, people, processes, mm-hmm. technology, that's where you need to invest. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. So you, all of you out there who have heard my guests recommend that. Super impressed. Right. People, processes, and technology. Right. That's going to get you there, and it sounds like you're doing great there. So yes. that's fantastic. It is. It is. I mean, we have we have an we have a good existing delivery network, and we have a good core um, staff. You know, in our offices, mm. these folks have been with us for a while, and they've been doing. They've been customer serving or breaking down delivery networks or simplifying operations internally for years and years and years. And, you know, they have, they have their ideas of, 
of how we should change and what we should do. And we're making those changes and incorporating them with some of the new changes from our new folks. So we just have a great staff. We have a great team. That's it. And, um, That's and it's important. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think that having that foundation is just so critical. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously you said that your team is talking to uh, people in the industry all the time. Mm-hmm. So I love um, working with companies who get great feedback and, and take that in and apply it. And it sounds like what that's what you guys are doing. Yes. So any other final words that you have for us, Guy, before we go? Any tips? So let's say that we've got somebody else. I don't actually have a ribbon business. So somebody else's business and they want to, they've listened to this about consolidated shipping. They've been thinking about moving maybe international. What's the first thing that they should do to determine if it's their time, if they're ready? It, you know, how, how can they know that it's, it's time for them to look at this option? The simplest way is to kind of understand what your website traffic is and, and, and are you getting, you know, are international consumers hitting your website? Are they looking at your products? How long are they spending on your website? And kind of gaining some of that data. And if you think that data is, you know, you're getting substantial hits, then it is time to look at that delivery model. Okay. Oh, that's great advice. So that's what we're going to recommend to you today. I want to hear from everyone. You can let me know later in the comments that you actually did this as a Lori follow-up here. Go online, check your traffic, and see if you're starting to get those international hits. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be an area you hadn't thought about expanding, and and you are getting a lot of interest from mm-hmm. overseas. Um, I would guess you could also talk to you know your customer support, or or if you're getting questions, mm-hmm. asking about shipping things um, overseas. But I love the idea of just the website traffic. So mm-hmm. that's everybody's to do task. Um, thank you so much, Guy, thank for you, being Lord. here. I've yes. learned so much about consolidated shipping. Really, really cool offering out there. And I think you're absolutely right yes. that international shipping, I mentioned earlier, I spent all my time in research and, and international shipping is growing and growing right. and growing and growing in terms of e-commerce and, and retail. So it's definitely something to look into. Yes. Um, Guy, if people want to connect with you. Right. Um, what is a great way that they can? Are you on LinkedIn? What? How right. can they reach out if they have questions right. for you? I'm on LinkedIn. You can go to the website, check out our website. You can submit an inquiry or, you know, just call one of our offices. You know, everybody's there willing and able to talk and everybody has good experience and we'll direct you to the appropriate people. Yeah, awesome. And All I right. will link in the, the show notes in our description, a mm-hmm. link to that so you guys can just get that. But Thank you so much again for being Mm -hmm. here. This has been really fun. I've loved learning from you. And as soon as I start that business, that ribbon business. Right. Give us a call. (laughs) Denmark, I'm coming for you. Right. Um, Thanks so much. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.